Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to More to Say, the spinoff of Need I Say More. Part My two. Is Seppi. That's Terrence. Part two. Part two. Due. If you're Italian, dos for Spanish. A lot of things. We don't know all of them. Um, this is part two of you already listened to the first one. Presumably, if you haven't listened to the episode to part one of this special episode, you missed a doozy. Go back, listen to that one first. Otherwise, this first, second half not going to make any sense. What a doozy. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but yeah, this is like I said, this is the second episode of the uh, interview we did with Jalen, who's a sex worker. Um, if you want to reach out to us for any questions, comments, concerns, or if you want us to say something to Jalen, you can follow us on Twitter. Need I say more pod? At need I say more pod? That's what it is. That's Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to email us, uh, need I say more pod at gmail.com. Enjoy. On the show. So okay, I wasn't so... into this guy, but he, you know, was into me, right? And so of course. after, right, of course, because, you know, men, they just, fuck, they can't help themselves. So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely true. So, you know, we're working together. It's just really the two of us in the office. And so he starts to like coerce me into this sexual relationship. Um, And it was difficult because it was like, I didn't really want to sleep with him. But then at the same time, I'm I'm a human. We're animals at the end of the day. I'm like, well, I mean, he does look really good. I mean, maybe I should just sleep with him, get him off my back. And that's Um, like, maybe. And this is how you guys have to understand, like, this was before, like, the Me Too movement. This is before, like, we're talking about, like, harassment and, like, consent. Like, this is before all of that. So, like, I didn't really, like, at that point in my life, I genuinely believed that, like, I was just going to be sexually harassed. And, like, that's just a part of, like, me existing on this planet. And I just have to, like, manage that. The idea uh, that, like, so that's this was not more right so, like, let me just existing. do this. Let me just do this. So, like, maybe it'll you know dissipate or you know like maybe he'll back off if i just get this out the way give him what he wants essentially yeah let me just give him what he wants essentially or and i mean like i said i'm not gonna sit here and act like i like he was attractive so i'm like okay i mean it could be worth right like it's not like it's some fat guy can i ask you a question yeah of course this is too personal but you said he like kind of coerced you into it do you look back at that and feel like it was rape in a sense if he kind of like forced you into it because there's different versions of rape. It's not just like someone takes you in a back alley. I agree. So I wouldn't call it rape. I think rape would be too strong of a word for this, but I would definitely call it like unwanted coercion or unwanted harassment. And he had slept with the girl who worked in my job before me and they had had a relationship and he told me about it. Oh, that's so, a pattern then. So, right. So this was like a pattern, right? Of like dating. And, you know, some people... To me, I don't date in the workplace, but to some people, they th- like I've had you know jobs since I've stopped working where guys at my job have tried to like get with me, and I'm like, really? Like we work together? Like that doesn't strike you as inappropriate? Yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> I am I am sorry yeah. you had to go through that with this guy. That doesn't sound pleasant, so I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's something that I'm that those two aspects, like the labor trafficking and then like the workplace harassment, are things that I'm just starting to learn about and understand. Um, So anyway, him and I start, you know, having this sexual relationship, whatever. Um, Around that same time, the company, it was a startup company and they were having like financial problems. So they were starting to slip behind on paying me. So now I'm like going to work and like getting sexually harassed and I'm not getting paid (laughs) and I'm late on my rent. 
And so my roommate, the one who I told you, she did it as a side job and her and her boyfriend would use her money to travel. She was like, hey, you know, I know you're struggling to pay like your portion of the rent. Like, you know, I work at this club in Times Square, like you should go and audition. You know, I think you would definitely get hired. I think you would do well there. You know, she was making at least a thousand dollars a night. She was working Friday and Saturday nights. She was like, you know, I think you should do it. And so that's pretty much how I started dancing because in my mind, I was like, well, I'm getting sexually harassed at work and not getting paid. I might as well go get sexually harassed at work and get paid. Like right. if the sexual harassment is like not, like, yeah, I mean, not going away, like, then I might as well like, that's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, If it's going right? to keep like, happening, right? Yeah, like, like, like I might as well develop some agency around it and like actually fucking get paid and opposed to like getting harassed for free. Like that, didn't that make is any very sense. entrepreneurial. Like also you saw, you saw something and was like, you know what? I can profit from this. It does also make me feel horrible. That that's that you that we live in a society where I'm sure a lot, a, lot, a lot of women feel as you do, which is this is part of my life is being harassed. That shit sucks. It does. And I mean, yeah, I don't that, think that, that now sucks, yeah. because I've been I've been educated more so and we are having these conversations about consent and me, too. So it's a great time to be alive in that way, because I get to see that cultural shift in the way that women are able to say, like, no, this is not OK. You can't just put you know solicit me or pu push yourself upon me just because you want to have sex with me like your desire right. to have sex with me doesn't give you the right to behave this way but at that time like I said I just I didn't know any better and so for me dancing was the best option and so um I'll never forget like I went to that club the first night and I auditioned and you know I thought I did pretty well this hat i'm sorry this has to be hilarious right because how does an attractive woman fail a audition well because it's also it's not just like being attractive it's like dancing properly yes Is it? he said i could yes he said that he was like he came to me after i auditioned you know i got dressed or whatever and he was like you know you are one of the most beautiful women I've ever had come into my club and audition. But, but yeah, but, but you can't dance to save your life. <laughs> you got no like, rhythm, two left feet. You just like, <laughs> do you even hold a pole? Do you even know what a pole is? This is all of that. He said that he could tell. He's like, I can tell you. He's like, you've never done this before. And I was yeah, like, can no. We, can we take a, a quick second? So you, so they offered to sue, and you were like, let me just fucking audition like you've never danced and you were like just yolo let's just do it well that's how it works that's just i can't i that's like I, I, you have there's a lot of confidence there i feel like i i ah confidence there we right. go back to the confidence versus ego conversation we, we'll get to that but yeah i just i don't know i can't it's pretty i gotta admire your like moxie or whatever it is to just go well i guess i'll just try to strip and hope like audition for it you know like that's you <laughs> now, gotta be confident now, for, you know? I, I, now here's the question as well after that right did you feel like you had confidence like you know yeah i can do this yeah, i'll make good. it i can dance i can figure or it out. was it more so like an ego like yeah like i know i look good as shit they're gonna take me no for me it was it was more so the confidence i wouldn't say it was ego you know because mm. when you're when you're first auditioning i didn't really know what to expect i didn't know like what the audition process was like i mean i i'm a decent dancer i mean i'm not like chris brown or anything but like you know i can bust a few moves so I'm like, okay, I have rhythm. I'm cute. I can dance. <laughs> I, you know, I've got some moves here. So got a little I, something. 
yeah. So I, I just felt like, okay, like, let me just see, you know, how it goes in a way, but he could tell, he was like, you know, I can tell you've never done this before. You don't look comfortable. So he right. gave me his card and sent me to a different club, which wasn't in Times Square. Cause you can imagine Times Square is like one of the best spots. Cause you got right, all these right. people walking around, you got all this traffic, foot traffic. So he sends me to this other club, which was like a few blocks away. And it was nothing like that club. You know, it was darker. The ceilings were lower. The girls weren't, you know, as popping or whatever. And so I went there for uh, about a week. I got week. an advantage here. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I went there for a week and I got my skills up. You could say like I got more like Cut your teeth. comfortable. Yeah, to say, right? yeah. Yes. And then after that, then I started, then I would say the ego started to come in at that point because then I was like, okay, like I'm fucking hot. I can work at one of these upscale clubs. There we go. With I like love the, the best of I don't them. Fuck what anybody says. I love the ego. So I then went home and like started Googling the most upscale clubs in New York City, found a club that was only two blocks away from my house, literally walking distance, went there and auditioned. And their audition was totally different. This was the club where, where it was like a room club. So this audition, you didn't even dance. You literally just went out, got up on like this stage on the side of the club got completely naked the manager came looked at you told you to turn around completely naked well in new york you keep your bottoms on so like you can't yeah that's what i was saying i was like i didn't that's not illegal (laughs) yeah not in new york now in in down south it is but in In dc is legal as well yes in dc it's legal as well um but in new york so yeah you keep your bikini your bikini bottom on which i i was never one to take that off even when i worked in baltimore so I liked New York for that. Um, but yeah, he would just like, you and the house mom would just, you would get naked for them. He, they had some type of signal, I don't know, back code or eye contact or something that was pretty much a yay or a nay. And then if you got the yay, which I did, um, you would start working. So then after that audition, the house mom came to me and she still said something similar. She was like, you're so beautiful, but you don't look like a stripper. I have to get you to look like a stripper. So she took me down mm-hmm. to the locker room. She got me a different outfit. She got me different shoes. It was like literally a couple of weeks before Christmas. So she got me like this red outfit with like a Santa hat. And then she sat me down and like she changed my makeup around. And she was like, okay, now you look like a stripper. And so I went out onto the floor that <laughs> night and I'll never forget it. Like within 30 minutes, I had a client in a room. And from then on, it was history. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you just took right to it. I mean, that's impressive. Um, it's impressive. So I think a question that is probably on a lot of people's minds, and you don't have to be as specific about this, how much money was was in this? Like how much were you actually oh, yeah. getting? Let's bring up the dollars. I'm a Again, numbers guy. Don't have to answer if you don't want to, or you can kind of ballpark it, but like no, I don't mind. Um, I think talking about the money about it is the money aspect is important because it really does vary. So were you like a upper echelon or like uh, six yeah. figures a year off the books, so, seven figures? So don't judge me. But back in those days, I didn't even have the foresight to be we thinking that <laughs> I didn't have the foresight to even be thinking like that. I wasn't even thinking about annual income. I was thinking about nightly income right. or weekly even. I didn't even like I wasn't even there yet developmentally. So for me, I would say. To me, a decent night was $1,500 or more. Like if I didn't leave with $1,500 a night, I wasn't really happy. That was the minimum. Um, That was the minimum. Yeah. And that was in New York. So you got to keep, 
I would work four days a week more. Why, or why less. bother if you're making like what two G's a night? I mean, eight grand a right. week. And you have to also think about it too. Like it could vary because there would be nights where I would make 4,000, 5,000, 6,000. There would be nights where I would only make 250. So it could vary a lot. I mean, I knew a girl who made 15,000 in a night once, just rent, met a guy, met some guys. Um, but no, I think the guys came into the club and they said they wanted six girls and one of them had to be black. And she was the only black girl working that night. That's weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, uh, maybe it's not weird. Sex work, I guess. Right. That's important, but you gotta be able to fit the needs, right? Were these guys, like, were they all like white guys or something? What was that about? Like, <laughs> yeah, they were, I mean, cause I think they, they I think they, they asked for like, they wanted like maybe, you know, a white, they wanted like two white girls, two Spanish girls, an Asian girl and a black girl, like something like that. You gotta that. get they them wanted, all like, in the there. That feels wrong. That They're, feels wrong. It does, that feels yes. like you're ordering from a menu. But listen, it, like do, it does. Listen, I know what you're saying, Terrence, but again, you have to think sex work. Like if you go on a porn site, they have the same things on there. Same yep. thing if you're looking for like escorts and stuff like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yes, okay. literally. Okay, literally. Wait. So I did. I did the math on that. That's. Um, I knew you were doing that. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I'm a numbers guy. So <laughs> I did the math on that, and um, that's 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 in six figures. That's in the six figures. Well yeah, over I mean, two hundred. That's well good over two hundred. So um. Yeah. So why you... aren't you still in it? Is the real question. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no um. Um, but let me it's say this. So that thing. was in new, that was in New York, right? I've also worked in Baltimore and Philadelphia. You're not making that kind of money in Baltimore and Philadelphia because you're not working at a gown club. You're not working in room club. You're working in more of what I would say is like a lap dance or a bar type bar top type of club. And so like, what's interesting is that I loved making that money, you know, in New York, but I actually preferred the working class scene sometimes because it was less psychological like labor. So like, for example, like some of the clubs in Baltimore, you, okay, let me backtrack. I hated like lap dance clubs. So like the club where my roommate sent me to, ultimately, I don't think I would have liked, I did end up going back and working there a few nights, like months later, but I didn't like it because there you're not doing rooms. You're not making money on stage. All of your money is coming from like lap dances. Lap dances are $20 a dance. And T, you can already tell like, song. you know, you know how people get, they think that fucking $20 is like, they just bought, like, I don't know. They think it's the biggest deal in the world. It's like, they're expecting like this, you know, I don't know what they're expecting for $20. Nope. But I'm Here, like, here's hey. what's going to happen. First of all, she knows the song. It doesn't matter. She knows, <laughs> she knows the song. So the song that's playing and you initially started, she know exactly at what point in time that song is. So she knows that you might have about 30 to 45 seconds before that song ends. That's 20 bucks already. And then at that point, you're going to go again, right? Because you don't even know that the song ended. You're not even paying attention. So now you're two songs in. Now, after that, three, four, five, six, it's building up at that point. She's already calculating all in her head. So at that point where you're looking, thinking that, oh, yeah, this is what I'm what I'm getting or whatever. She's just adding up. That's all it is. She's literally counting, she's counting the songs in her head. She already knows each song. She knows exactly when it's going to end. She knows when the DJ is going to flip it before it even has. It probably has a whole minute left in the song. The DJ is going to end it and go to the next song. Guess what? That's a new song. And so you owe that. questions for all these you things. owe that. Well, and the thing about it, too, is like, that's a lot of hard work. Like, 
there's a difference between like me being in the room, like drinking champagne and like, you know, making out with another dancer and like just hanging out in the room for two, three hours versus like think of to make if it's twenty dollars of dance, you need five dances to make a hundred dollars. You need 50 dances to make a thousand dollars. 50 dances might not sound like a lot, but that's a lot. Like I would go to lab dance clubs and I would like leave the club like sweaty. And I was like, I don't mm-mm. like that's not for me. <laughs> like, okay. So I me? sweating's too much. I love that. Um, so yeah, no, I was it. So yeah. How could you be a good dancer if you're sweating? Right. That, well, does that, it's a lot of work. Wait, so which one shows hard work, right? Is she sweating? Oh yeah. She's working really hard. Or is she not sweating? She's working really hard. Which one shows that she's actually putting in good work. Right. It comes down to preference because I actually set my room. My roommate actually came to work with me at the room club and she didn't like it because she didn't like she didn't like the negotiation aspect of it. Right. Because when you're selling a room, you're, it's just it's different. The rooms were six hundred dollars an hour for the girl. Plus, I don't know how much the hosts were taking the all that other six an hour. And stuff. Six hundred an hour. Mm hmm. Plus, I'm expecting you to tip me. So 600 an hour is just the base. I'm expecting you to tip me at least another 400 to bring me to 1,000 because out of that 600, I have to tip the DJ. I have to tip security. I have to tip the host. I have to tip the house mom. Ah, I have to see, that's pay the, the part that the people cab. don't know about the numbers. I have to get a cab home. I have to eat after work, right? So that, those are all expenses that get knocked out. So I need you to, I'm, look, I'm looking at a thousand. And so some girls, if they don't have like the gift of gab or they don't have like that salesy personality, they're not going to like that kind of environment because it's a little bit easier to be like, hey, like dance with me. Or if you have, you know, you're in Times Square, think about it. You might have a group of drunk guys just like stumble in all by around the lap dances and stumble out. Jay, what I'm realizing from everything you're saying, this is no difference than being like a real estate um agent yes You're, commission it, only right commission only <laughs> commission i only, i right? gotta i gotta grind for anything i want you know all of my expensive has expenses have have to be laid out you know like just because i'm getting all of this right now doesn't mean that i don't still have to pay for even health insurance right because mm-hmm. you don't get health insurance you got to pay for health insurance so you're saying like the average person would make like at least what a thousand dollars a night I would say you're making more like 300 to 500, um, possibly 700. You know, you're not doing rooms. You're going to go on stage. People are going to tip you on stage, things like that. Um, And so there's a level of privilege that's tied up into that because not everybody's going to get hired in New York, right? Not everybody has the body type. Not everybody has the European beauty standard look that they fit into. And so because Mm -hmm. I'm able to fit into that, I'm able to enjoy a lot more privilege and a lot more options. Like, for example, in Baltimore, a lot of the girls would work on schedule. I was able to be like, oh, you're not going to schedule me. And the managers aren't going to tell me no because they're like, well, we want you to work here. So, I mean, so there's a hierarchy. I'm not surprised at all. Absolutely. I but mean, there's the, girls but doesn't I know that out here play in into, But doesn't that play into like, you know, I look better than her. So of who brings in the money, man? That's how it works. But that's the European standard, right? Because we are all, you know, put onto the European standard that like this is what's attractive and this is not what's attractive. And so these managers who have all the power, they make the hiring decisions. They decide who they think their clientele wants to see. So I know girls out here in Nevada who I can't get them a job at a club out here because they don't fit 
They may have a curvier body type. They may be darker skinned. They may have shorter hair. Like they're not going to get hired at these places. And even with the prostitution aspect of it or the sex, you know, for money aspect of it, like not everybody's going to get hired at a legal brothel, right? So in Nevada, prostitution is illegal. People think that it's like legalized in the whole state and it's not. It's one county, right? Oh, there's only a certain part. Yeah, there's only a certain part, right? And that's important as well. That's important. So a lot of people in that part, that part's not Las Vegas. So if you're working in Las Vegas, you are breaking the law. That could be whether you're doing it on the street, whether you're doing it at, you know, the Bellagio, whatever. And so a lot of people will say like, well, if you want to do that, why don't you just go work at a brothel? And it's like, well, not, I'm not going to get hired at a brothel, right? Like I'm not skinny and white and blonde with big fake boobs. So they're not going to hire me. And so that in Is that what it takes though? That's what it takes for yes. brothels, like specific, like just white girls. Yes. Yeah. So even I would say in- white and Asian, maybe you might see some Asians. And I mean, I'm not saying that you'll never see them because I hate when I have these conversations. Sometimes people will be like, but I went there and I saw a black girl. And it's like, OK, yeah, you saw one black one. girl out of 300 girls, though. My least favorite kind of girl is a white. Girl, so, so even in, even in sex work, <laughs> black women are still struggling to get proper opportunities. I mean, did you guys? Yeah, hear that's about true. In- that's true. Isn't that sad? Right. In New like, York, there really, was a yeah. whole thing about. Um, I remember when like the social media thing first kind of popped off, and all of a sudden it became cool to you know be a stripper on social media. And girls in New York were complaining because they were like, these social media girls are coming in. They're getting like all of the money and like they're not wanting to hire us because we're black. And like I have mixed feelings about that because I do think that you know industries change and if social media is the way that people are making money in this industry then like that's what it you know it is and you kind of have to either adopt or or not but the fact that as a black girl you're not going to get hired because you don't look in a, a certain way that puts you at a huge disadvantage it means you have to make work in environments that are less safe you might be more pressured to do things that you might normally not do just because you need the money because you don't have access to the same type of income that other girls do. And that's when we talk about like privilege and access, like that's what it's about. It's about certain people have it easier. Like I had it easier than other girls did because of how I look. I still have it easier in other aspects of my life, not even outside of sex work. There's benefits to looking a certain way. And so like, that's, that's, that's what makes it so even when we talk about like only fans and you know this whole online sex work thing that's you know popping up now they say like bella thorne pandemic yes bella thorne made like two million or something on her only fans which is completely unfair yeah nobody else is making that happens you're famous no it's it's more than a fame it's more. It's I think it's more. I I think it's more than fame. Are you kidding and me? I, if 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 you know whoever Scarlett Johansson made an OnlyFans, you think she wouldn't get a friggin' fifty million dollars from it? Like that works. It's it's quite possible, right? And then I I don't know. I didn't subscribe to Bella's OnlyFans or whatever, <laughs> you know. But I don't know what she's <laughs> showing I mean, on there. I don't, I don't even know who the fuck she's... Bella Thorne is outside of like. I, I honestly, I couldn't I tell think you. She's she's a Victoria's Secret model, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. I'm not. I think she's an actor. She, she's yeah, some, I she's she's, an actor. yeah, I think she's an actress. She's an actor? She's an actress. Was she the Disney one, the one who was like a Disney like, Wizards of Waverly Place? And now she's. Like I a, think so. No. I think worker? so. No. I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Really? Up right now. Like, I think so. Yeah, I don't know if it's Disney for sure, but I know she. I know she's an actress. And now she like directs yes, and does was, her own stuff. Yeah, she was Disney. Oh, you know what? Anybody that subscribes, you should feel, you should feel disgusted with yourself. 
because you're essentially <laughs> subscribing to a Disney kid. That's just the Disney, Disney kids got to grow the wildest up. ones. They got to grow up. Demi Lovato like talking about how she can't even see because she was so hooked on uh, pills. She has like permanent um, vision. Her vision has been permanently distorted. Look Disney at uh, has Miley messed Cyrus. Up all of the kids. Miley is messed up. She's Justin Shake, is she messed was from, up. Britney was, she was messed from up. Zadena is like the only one that's like okay right now. Well, Zadena. Well, listen, Zadena and Bellathorn were two very different ways after the show ended. So. Exactly. Yeah, somebody has an OnlyFans. And so, and but Not most people though. aren't making that much on OnlyFans, right? Most people aren't making that much. Like, I hate to sometimes tell my story because I think sometimes people get so caught up in how much I made that they're like, oh, like, like kind of like how you said, like, oh, like, well, if you make that much money, like, why don't you just go back and do it? And it's like, yeah, I did make a lot of money. But at the same time, you know, there are certain drawbacks, like the inconsistency of the money, the fast money tendencies that you start to develop when you have this mindset that like, oh, it's fine. I'll just buy it today. I'll make, you know, I'll make $2,000 tomorrow. Yeah. That's um, very service yeah. industry mentality. That's, yeah. Very, very. Not being up during the daytime, which, you know, there's actually studies that show that like, you know, being up during the daytime helps to alleviate depression and anxiety and like people who, you know, only work at night have all these other different um, biological and social issues that they face. Um, the, the biggest thing for me, I think, which is why I, I'm considering going back um, just because I'm kind of in like a transitionary place. And I'm also starting to accept the fact like, well, what's wrong? Like what's wrong with dancing? Right. Like why, why can't that be my moonlight job? Right. Like, is it, I can't be like a doctor and also be a dancer. Like, why are those two things not able to go together? I've but I think a the nurse hardest, who was a dancer. Right. But I think the hardest thing about it is really just the stigma. It's like the, I was not comfortable. Like I felt depressed because I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could be a part of regular society or like maintain like regular relationships because people would ask questions about my lifestyle and I didn't feel comfortable or safe to like share those honest answers. That's an, so Jay, like and what you said was like super important and and I have to access because I think that this is a um this is a moment to teach, right? Because right now I feel like what I'm seeing is like the sex worker lifestyle be glamorized, right? As far as the only thing you gotta do is have a banging body and be pretty and you can make a lot of money. But there are a lot of, like you said, drawbacks from that as well so like there there has to be there has to be things or 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 certain warning signs that you can give as advice because like I was telling Joe you know when we first thought about bringing you on or whatever I was like look there's no handbook for this there's no HR class that they go to you know and it's just like hey like these are things to look out for or whatever here's what to do here's what not to do you know there's none of that they're learning as they go at 18, Fact. 19 years old, and they're just figuring it out or whatever. So for for the 18 year old that is just like, you know what? I got I got a nice size breast. I got a nice size um butt or whatever. Like I, I can do this. I can make fifteen hundred dollars a night or whatever. Besides the money aspects, what can you say to that that 18, 19 year old girl that is considering this lifestyle as well? I would say don't make it your 
only source like I know we talked about me having multiple streams of income but they all fell under the same type of like so say for example if I had been doing this when the pandemic had hit I would have had went from three streams to no streams right because all the clubs would have been closed so like don't make this your like if I could go back and do the whole thing over again I probably would have worked like a day job if I could have or I would have found some other type of like cover job or something to have at the same time um even if it was just like you know 15 20 hours a week or something like that um I would also just tell you to be very wary of the men and I don't mean the clients I mean like the management because a lot of people think that like the clients is like the worst part of the job and it's not it's the men that manage you like though there is a lot of really nasty dynamics that you're going to come into contact with because a lot of these men look at you almost as if like they're your pimp like it's their job like like they like you tip them out the guys that are like managing the floor and managing the bar and things like that you know yes and a lot of them you know have i would say envy for the dancers because we make more than they do you know at least like off you know under the table absolutely they feel a certain type of way right they feel a way like oh like you know you're you're making all this money so like you need to do what i say or you owe me this or that like there's just a lot of toxicity in that kind of stuff um and just a lot of manipulation that goes on so i would just you know caution people to be leery of those types of dynamics um and then to bring it to money i would say just knowing how to manage your money because if you don't know save, how to manage your money, save money, invest money, don't, you know, waste money. Like I wasted, like, I think my biggest regret is so much of the money that I wasted because I wasn't good with managing money. Just like, it wouldn't have mattered. Like I could have been working at target and like, I would have still had the same bad habits, but right. <laughs> when you're making that kind of money, you just, it's just, yes. Like, I don't understand why we're learning. Like that's, useless that's something stuff. I've heard. Yeah. So many times, like that's something that everyone in high school should go through like a money management class because a lot of people, and it's like you said, it's not even the industry you're in. It's just anyone you get money, you spend it. You have no knowledge of like saving or investing. That's important. Yeah. hundred percent. Like keeping your expenses low. Like, you know, like ever since I moved to Vegas. Yeah. yeah, I've learned how to like live within my means and like, no, it's not fun all the time, but it's better than like being stressed. Like, Oh my God. I, because like I said, now you have the stress. Now you're like, I have to go to the club tonight. I have to work. I have to sell a room. I have to make this. I have to make that. Yeah, now you you're willing that. to do, you're willing to do oh, things man, that you that's might a lot not of anxiety. normally do. That's kind yeah. of, listen, not that I was in that industry, but that's how I kind of felt when I first moved out here all those years ago was like, I have no fucking money. I don't know how I'm paying my bills. It's not a good feeling, you know, no, at least not. Like, like being able to like figure out a way to, to get those bills paid is good, but it's not a good feeling in itself. Um, well, Joe, but you one been pretty, and maybe I was, it been a little different. I had a bigger butt, Terrence. My whole life would be different, <laughs> following this. Um, um, one last kind of like question about this. So while we wrap up, um, was it common for, I guess, well, I guess you could say both clients or management to do something inappropriate, make a move on you. You're giving a lap dance, you're doing something, and they like do cop a feel. Is that like common? Uh, what was that like? Yeah, because yeah, New York has definitely. a big no touch policy. Right. Yeah. And that's that exists because if you didn't have that policy, they would all be cop it feels because, like yeah. I said, they think twenty dollars like entitles them to I don't know what. Um, 
I would say in terms of management, though, though, yes, there's definitely men who date the dancers who um, will be sleeping with multiple dancers at the same time. Um, girls who are sleeping with the DJ, girls who are sleeping with other girls. I mean, that I would say for me, just on a personal note, I never had, you know, sexual interactions with the management, but it was common for us as dancers to do things with each other, especially like in the rooms, right? Because you're like, okay, this guy probably like, wants his dick sucked I'm not sucking his dick but I mean maybe I can like divert that attention by like doing stuff with this girl and he won't be so focused because I'm probably more comfortable doing something like this with someone that I I know for just even a little bit more than you compared to doing something with you and you'll still pay me more you'll still pay me plus probably more for doing something that you can just see Yes. And so I would say that that would, was more my experience. Um, but yes, I do know of, you know, people who have had relationships. I just, I just caution people against that type of stuff. Cause it just gets so messy, you know? Um, and you just don't, you don't want to shit where you eat. Is that the phrase shit where yeah, you eat? Phrase, yeah. 100%. yeah. You don't yeah. want to be like doing it with, cause I just like, cause then, you know, like I said, guys, guys have a lot of ego and I don't think that there's any, I think that there's very few guys who are okay with like, a girl that they're involved with like being involved with other men especially not like while they're watching it and if and if like i said earlier if he is okay with that if he is encouraging that i just don't believe that that's a healthy like diet i mean maybe like i said this is all my opinion i'm sure rich people who might call in and be like that's not true me and my boyfriend do this and this and, this, and that might be fine but i just Your think generally speaking sucks. yeah i would just say generally <laughs> yeah, speaking i wouldn't i wouldn't touch that if i with and I would also say too and this is a call to like the older girls those those of us who are older we need to do a better job of like looking out for the younger girls like a lot of time there's a lot of competition and a lot of times the management wants to push out older workers because they know that we are more knowledgeable we do have more experience we aren't going to put up with the bullshit so they're like "Mm -mm, you're 30 you got to go I want this like fresh 18 year old who like doesn't know anything and so like that's when we really have to step in and like kind of mentor these young Young girls and give them guidance and super not allow important. these management this these men to take advantage of that super super important um, some moments just keep, keep catching me off guard i love it um <laughs> well listen this was this was an awesome show um two wait, things wait, One, I, I, wait do you have huh? something because i got something i don't know please go jay, ahead dance. jay me off the what was the most expensive thing you bought Oh, with my money? Yes. A boat. No. What was the most expensive thing? You were just like, fuck it. I'm going all out. I'm going to buy this. I don't give a Tell damn. Tell me it was a boat. I'm going to make it back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <a> ba- <laughs> doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, so I've always been a big fan of like experiences over like material Smart. things. Smart. Um, so I've spent a lot of money on like trips and vacations. Like nice. I remember one time, like uh, Prima and I and another girl, like literally, I think it was like a Wednesday and I went to work and they're like, you want to go to LA tomorrow? And I was like, okay. <laughs> like I, like, I think oh, I spent, like, imagine like, the just life. a lifestyle. Want to go to LA? Uh, sure. Tomorrow. Life. Okay. I mean, let's just do it. Sure. And I got super lucky because I actually had some, some urban clients. I say urban because they were the type of clients that at my club 
like a lot of the girls wouldn't solicit them because they feel like uh oh uh oh were they black nope, is that nope, what you we mean can, we can't let you go with that one we can't <laughs> let you go with that it's one urban, your urban is clients terrence, is terrence considered quote-unquote urban there are in her our urban club clients, he would be Joe. the music yeah, industry yeah, would terrence. describe that as the more trap music I mean, you probably don't know what I look like, Jalen, but I don't think I'd be considered urban. He's not urban. <laughs> he's not, he's so me and you both walk in the club. We're we're going different rooms. Apparently, we're, we're yeah, both no, yes. I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the urban side of 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 that club. I mean, Terrence, listen, you, you're a different kind of creep. We all know that, so you're definitely also part of that creep. Yep. Go listen to that episode. If anyone does want to write in and talk to us or pass a message along, I suppose to to the wonderful Jalen here, you can email us at need I say more pod pod need I say more pod at gmail.com um and one last question for you Jalen yeah so we're gonna go start asking it. all of our, our all of our guests presumably so if there was one thing you could tell men to not do with women that they do what would it be and this could be you could answer this in a million different ways anyway, it could be what they do anyway. in bed it could be what they do in relationships maybe when they first approach you maybe at a strip club for instance speaking yeah what was the, if there's one thing like men do you're like fucking idiots what would that one thing be i would say trying to control us that's a good one <laughs> i think control i think it manifests in so many different forms right like you know i dated someone after i stopped dancing who would say things like, well, with me, you'll never have to do that again. As if mm, like, as if that you is have, control, yeah. as if you have some type of control over like what I choose to do. And I always say that, like, I think men try well, to control I, women and I, women try to finish. change men. And I it's think true, that yeah. like men, you know, and it, it's, it's insidious because it's like, sometimes it's not so conscious. Like, I don't, I don't think that all men are like, you know, purposely out here trying to like control women, but you're taught that women are sub submissive to you. And right. so you may lie, misrepresent, manipulate. You may do all these kinds of Very things true. to get this person to do or behave in a way that you, that suits you. And I'm in your mind, you're three. thinking, you thinking this is love or this is what you should be doing when like in actuality, you're robbing that person of the autonomy to make their own decisions. Like maybe being with you is not the best choice for me. And like, you don't need to like manipulate me into making me think that it is. If it's not, just let me be me and you be you. But men have this ingrained, you know, like, I guess it's inherited from society that like, that's what y'all are supposed to do. And like, we're just supposed to go along with whatever y'all say. Right. I mean, no, that, I mean, control, I, I think is, yeah, you said it perfectly. I don't, <laughs> that was perfect. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think that's wraps up this extended uh, talk. Thank you so much for joining us, Jalen. Seriously, this was fantastic. This was Thank amazing. you for having me. I learned, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm we'll super, super, super um, excited that, that I was able to learn a lot from this. And yeah. even with me being um, kind of working in the nightlife industry, but more so working from, like you said, the manager style um, of it or whatever. And I've never taken advantage of anyone. Never. Okay. I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, it's good. But more, no, 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 because it's important. <laughs> she brought that up. She brought it up. I, she was like, beware of the manager. You were I never a manager. manager of a strip club. I, I, I interviewed for one. Well, you know. didn't have it. Though. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen. Honestly, I yeah. I mean, but you are such an amazing partner and just such an amazing person. I oh, you know I believe you, but 
It's just, it's not, yeah. it will corrupt you, man. It'll turn no, you into something power, you don't want to be. The power that you get, and I, I can speak from, you know, managing the, the club on a corporate level that I was, the power that you get power. that when you're, you're kind of <laughs> like, I control all of this. I control the hot girls. I control the alcohol. Yep. The I control problem. who you don't comes control in, who goes That's out or whatever. I control all of this, you know, at, as the manager, quote unquote, right? Yeah. Or whatever. So, yeah, like there's a certain this. It, it kind of does take a, over you a little bit. Right. I'm super I'm happy that I was able to um, get out more so like not even if it wasn't by my own choice get out of that lifestyle <laughs> i mean look i'm happy because it it allowed me to grow and that 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 was super important and even when i got into a relationship it allowed me to grow because it allowed me to see the things that i was doing wrong or whatever like it was it was like we spoke about ego versus confidence right i had a huge ego and i had I still have a huge ego, but I, I also got a lot of confidence. You should well. have heard the shit he was saying earlier, Jay. I've um, never been turned down once in my life. You believe I've that? I've never been turned down as a man. I here. do not fuck that. Out of here. He's so that. full of it. See what I'm saying? I, he, I don't give a she, damn. She, women can damn. tell these things. You're so full of it. You've been rejected and you just erased it from your mind to make yourself feel better. That's quite possible as well. It's but definitely possible. Actually, you know what? I have been with you and you've been rejected, so never mind. I already know it's bullshit. You you've been with me when I've been I have rejected. sure That's have a goddamn sir. lie. Not a That's lie. That's a goddamn you want lie. Me, you know what? You want me to do you want me to say when it happened? Absolutely. Tell them. Me and you were at a bowling alley. You're talking to this girl, like uh whoever's giving us the shoes or whatever. We thought she was pretty cute. We went bowling. You were like, I think I'm gonna slide her my number. And I was like, ah, come on, man. And you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna do this. <laughs> you went up to her, you like gave her your number, and she was like, Oh, thanks. And she was like clearly just like, Nope. Did she throw it down and, a gutter? Uh, I mean, maybe not immediately. <laughs> she at least had the cut, the, the decency, decency to, to throw hide it away it, yeah. in front of you. Um, but you never heard back from her. So <laughs> let me put you in your place a little bit, man. At least once you've been one out of a hundred. Still means I'm shooting yeah, a good percentage. You see, what, you see what I mean? This is this is when co- the question of is co- when is confidence getting the way of ego? You crossed it, sir. <laughs> I've never been rejected once. Anyway. Um, We've but all yes, been rejected. So much. Rejection is yes. a natural part of life, and you just have to accept it and understand that it's pushing you in a different direction. Accept rejection, gentlemen. All right, yes, Terrence. Do not, do accept rejection, Terrence. Because you got rejected. Okay. Don't. It's don't a numbers game. Because Listen, if you get rejected, rejected, then leave that woman alone. Because yes, her. find someone else. That's it. She's not yeah. interested. That's important. No, no means that's important. No means um, no, and consent matters. Yes. I saw an awesome tweet where someone was like, oh, so women don't want you to object to their bodies unless they give you permission. And someone was like, I think you just described consent. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. That's how it works. Duh. Yes. You can objectify her if she's into you and she wants you to. That's called being into each other. You fucking tool. Wait, so this is, this is a good thing or whatever. Jalen, you got to You got to tell us about the time that a guy rejected you. Um, well, let me say this. I've never been like sexually rejected because like, obviously, like there's a lot of guys out here who have sex with you, even if they don't like you. Oh, yeah. Um, She was going to say, I've never been rejected because I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I've been like emotionally rejected. Right. Like, you know, I I've had people who like I've been involved with who were like, yeah, I like you, but like, I'm good on like 
anything other than this and i'm like right. oh really like no, dang. Hurts. Hurts. <laughs> you know Terrible but it's it's, it's, it's life oh, yeah. you know totally. and i tell i tell guys all the time i'm like you guys get so afraid to like approach women because you're so afraid of like getting rejected i've i knew this one kid when i was in college i'll make it quick he would literally like holler at like so many girls and we would laugh at him like yo jeff like why are you hollering at like every girl and he's like yo if i holler at 100 girls he's like a couple of them gonna say yes and I 20 percent like, that's so t- i hate that mentality he's not wrong 20 percent you know what i will say is game. that what i will say is that yeah men do get rejected men do get rejected when we approach women but i think i've heard women say like they get rejected when the guy doesn't approach them like if they're interested in a guy they're True. hoping he'll reject and so it's it's, it's a weird like dynamic it's a thing. dance it's a mating it's, dance i'd rather quality over quantity yeah, hundred percent. I've never, yeah, I've now I've never been with a girl who I was like, yeah, she was, she was okay, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> tens every time. That. No, um, of course you have tens. dimes, Maybe. all dimes, all dimes, exactly. <laughs> um, but like I said, thank you so much, Jalen. Um, we'll definitely have you on again sometime in the future if you'd like to be on because this was awesome. This was um, amazing. And was really great. quick, um, I I just got my first COVID vaccine. I'll have my nice. second COVID vaccine in a month, and I'm Congrats. definitely coming. To- I'm coming to New York this summer. Woo! <laughs> Let's go. Um, before you go, is there anything you want to plug? Any Instagram or anything specific you got going on? Um, I would just say if you have time and you're interested in learning more about sex worker rights, definitely read Revolting Prostitutes by Juno Mack and Molly Smith. It's a really great resource for anybody that wants to learn more about this work. Um, and then if you are passionate about sex worker rights, labor rights, and just generally overthrowing some of the hypocritical capitalist structures that we have in this country, I highly suggest you get involved politically. Um, and also if you are interested in democratic socialism and want to join DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, or any other just organization that's about, you know, helping labor rights, trans rights, just all that stuff. Like, just go out and like get involved because these conversations are great, but ultimately like we need people to like organize and, you know, actually change laws so that we can decriminalize. Yeah, like we can decriminalize sex work. We can decriminalize selling drugs. We can, you know, make a society that's safer for black people and black women and trans women and, indigenous people like this is literally our time like our generation like we it's this is us so like we need to assume positions of leadership as well as being creators for sure i love it you want my this is why you want my I'm gonna applaud her everything. This she is says this right is now. why I think you're one of my favorite guests because we say <laughs> do you want to plug anything and you just hey educate yourself these ways. I love that. Yeah it's it's really good. Well, all right. I guess that wraps it up. Jalen, thank you so much once again. Jalen, thank you so, so much. You've been amazing. I'm going to lower it now. No, thank you for having me. And we'll see each other soon, I hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely will. I'll see you next summer when you come visit Prima. Yes, I'll be be there. See y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Good night. Be safe. You too. All right, Terrence, what did we learn today? Oh, man. It's a big one. <laughs> it's a big question. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you can wrap that up. In, uh, what did we learn today? A lot. Listen, I don't think man. I wrote down enough notes, Joe. No, I, I have like a binder full at this point. Um, honestly, though, man, she, she brings up so many fantastic points about like sex workers and the stigma of like, 
you can't just be yeah. at a dinner party and go, oh, I, you know, I, uh, I'm a stripper or oh, I, I, yeah. I do this online. Like, I need these sex worker things. It's, it's not, it shouldn't be that way. Look, man, this was, um, this was a great conversation. And what I love about the conversations that we're having on this show is that we're learning so much and we're allowing people to learn more from the people that we're having on here as well. You know, it's super entertaining, you know, my guess you can say or whatever, but it's also educational. And that's that's sure. what that's what we look to do. We're not just here to talk to you people about, um, you know, who the hell is you people? You people. <laughs> what, that's, that's you what we can't call say you. Those people. are what we call. You can't, you can't, <laughs> those are what we call our fans. Say are you, you are you you people? <laughs> you can't say. I just did. You just heard it live. <laughs> Um, that's probably the first time that's probably the first time a white person has been able to say who does you people who the hell is you people um you know what it is you know what it is though um you are you are right man it was it was it was educational but also jalen's a super cool person like it was just awesome to have her on the show uh jalen's what she did but also like she's um she's definitely going to be at at my wedding you'll be you'll be at my wedding as well so you you two will be able to meet as well yeah, maybe um, we'll do a live podcast over the summer. Uh, we're it's definitely good. not going to do a live podcast over at my wedding because then I'll be divorced the next day. Are you getting married this summer? <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, are you, what, what are you getting a little ahead of yourself? I mean, uh, but no, no, no. We'll we'll definitely do a live podcast. We, we should definitely do a live stream with Jalen. Um, I think it's super dope. Um, what what I like about it is that she was super transparent and um super, she was completely yeah and was willing to kind of just discuss her experiences and she's looking at being like a uh, i don't know if motivational speaker is the right way but like a you know oh, like, like like someone who gives ted talks she could totally absolutely. do that like absolutely she knew exactly I, what she I was saying she was she was a well-spoken 100%. woman like parts be perfect that type of stuff 100%. I can definitely see it. Maybe this will be the start. Maybe someone will hear this and go, oh my God, Look, like we got to get we're gonna on. We're going to put this out. We're going to share this with everybody or whatever. Um, Please, if you've listened to this, um, this special, that's what we're calling yes. it. Yes. If you listen to our, yeah. our special, it's a two-parter. So thank you for listening to this two-part special episode. Um, please share it. Please share it. Yes, yeah, share it. If you have any questions or you want us to pass any questions on Jay Lynn, like I said, need I say more pod at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, yeah, I don't. If you guys like this format, let us know. Maybe we can, we can maybe do more. Maybe we can find some other people to kind of do interviews and absolutely lifestyle pieces on. Because this isn't gonna, absolutely. like I said, obviously you already know by looking at this, but this is not your regularly tuned episode. So hopefully you enjoyed it. I think that's it, Terrence. I mean, do you have anything else you want to say before we leave? No, I think that's it, man. Big um, one, man. Great long one, long one. Yes, great episodes. Um, great two-parter. Um, that we were able to 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 kind of get done or whatever um like i said we learned a lot or whatever and that's sure. that's what it's about you know don't speak this to speak yes that's it I, for a second i, I thought you were talking to, to me i thought when i said like yeah you were like don't speak to speak i no. thought you were getting mad at no. me i was like <laughs> i was just trying to agree dude. <laughs> no, no, no 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 like i literally mean that like just don't speak just to speak dude you if know the whole um, world heard that you kidding me how nice the world would be People yeah, commenting if, on everything under the sun. Just if you comment. can speak to educate people, you know, especially um, like like Jalen had mentioned, you know, our generation or whatever, our generation is, you know, very much so transparent than the previous generations. 
and yeah. we're we're allowing each other to learn from the previous mistakes. So I think that's an important part of what uh, Jalen had did and um, what she was willing to talk about. And first of all, we were the first. We were yes, the first. That was that's, an exclusive that's, interview. That's an, exclu- that's an exclusive. It's the first time that she was willing to speak about her past experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I'm happy that she was able to do that with us and she felt comfortable enough with us hopefully. to do that. Yeah, hopefully you know? we... we... We weren't like yeah, absolutely. Assholes on, you know. Um, um that's all right, I'm ladies and gentlemen. Um, or everybody, I should say. If you are, like I said, if you need to reach out, need I say more pod at gmail.com. Uh, but that's it for me, Terrence. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me, man. Um, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Need I say more? Mm-hmm.